Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey, everybody, this is Turk182. Hey, I'm a Comey. Ah, <sighs> Comey. Um, yeah, you know, so, say what you like about pedophiles, but at least they slow down when they go through a school zone. Wow, that's just window shopping. Hi, I'm Kevin Spacey. Welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, on that note, what's going on, Turk? Uh, nothing much here. Um, I was actually going to kind of talk about... Um, some uh some things uh uh in TV and and stuff like that and um uh just just things I've I've kind of seen and just kind of uh not not our general like non-topic podcast just you know kind of different things yeah but um it's been a hot minute since we've done a non-topic one has it been I thought we did one last session did we I don't know I'll listen to the show man just post it. <laughs> Oh, look at this Aunt Hottie. Mm-hmm. God, I love Aunt Hottie. Marissa Tomei. Huh. Chicken, chicken Marissa, give it Tomei. You don't understand. She likes short, bald, goofy men. I mean, I guess I'm not short and bald for her. <laughs> She's got those mom jeans on. She does. Which I'm not really, like, all excited about, but take the rest of that. Yeah, she's making them look good. Put the rest of that shit in a Ziploc bag, keep it fresh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dang. Um, so, uh, Mr. Robinson, the, uh, the Simon and Garfunkel song. Right. So the lyrics are, And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> God bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson. Heaven holds a place for those who pray. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. So we'd like to know a little bit about you for our files. We'd like to help you learn about yourself. Look around you. All you see are sympathetic eyes. Stroll around the grounds until you feel at home. And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Blah, blah, blah. Hide it in a hiding place where no one ever goes. Put it in your pantry with your cupcakes. It's a little secret just Robinson's affair. Most of all, you got to hide it from the kids. Cuckoo could chew, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. All right. Sitting on a sofa on a Sunday afternoon, going to a candidate's debate, laugh about it, shout about it, when you've got to choose, every way you look at this, you lose. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Our nation turns its lonely eyes to you. Woo, woo, woo. What's that you say, Miss Robinson? Jolton Joe has left and gone away. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. That song makes absolutely no fucking sense. You talk about some lady, and it's supposed to be about Eleanor Roosevelt, I guess. So, but, I mean, like, who writes a song and be like... This is gonna be good. Like, like I can uh. see why people would want to sing this. Can you imagine you you you're just walking down the street one day and you just hear this thing like, hide it in a hiding place where no one ever goes. Put it in your pantry with your cupcakes. Wait, that I mean, that just like it, it, that's, that resonates, man. But like, what? No, this is not a song. <laughs> this is a bad poem. This is not a song. <laughs> who puts it? Who writes these lyrics and says this is a song? And then, of course, like, this is why I'm not a songwriter, because then I'm like, it is a song. It's a good song. Like, right, that's, yeah. I'm like, I, but I, like, I'm, I'm, li- I'm listening to it, and I'm like, okay, I'm reading it a bit, and it's like, okay, Jesus loves you more than you will know. And I'm like, I'm thinking, do my mind thinking about it, some, like, some housewife, right? And then we get this thing about, uh, we like to know a little about you, about your far files. Um, at, learn to help you help yourself. So I'm thinking about myself, she must be in some kind of treatment program. Then it says, hiding in a hiding place where no one goes. Putting your pantry through cupcakes, a little secret just Robinson's affair. But most of all, you gotta hide from your kids. And I don't think she's an alcoholic. Or she's mm-hmm. a pill popper. Yeah, yeah. She's hiding stuff and then it says, We want to know a little bit about you for our files. We'd like to help you learn to help yourself. Sounds like she's got some kind of addiction. Look yeah. around you, all you see are sympathetic eyes. Stroll around the grounds until you feel at home. That to me would say that she um That made me think she was committed. Thank you. Yeah. That's where I, yeah. And then it's like, oh, 12-step program, right? Uh-huh. 12-step programs, you know, those are, are um, religious-based. Yep. Yeah. And it says here, Jesus loves you more than you will know. God bless you, please. Heaven holds a place for those who pray. All of that to me says, here's a woman that's been committed for some kind of substance abuse. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I picked up as you were reading that. So, that's... Uh, I'm like, okay, so again, like, who writes a song like that? And be like, oh yeah, that's that's really gonna work. That really works. And I mean, like, yeah, I think people really like that song. Like, that that doesn't work. That doesn't make any sense. Um, 
And what's that? What's that other one? Uh, hold on. This one. This one. I did. I don't get at all. Um. Okay. Um. MacArthur Park. Okay. So MacArthur Park by Richard uh, Richard Harris. Uh huh. Spring was never waiting for us, girl. It ran, it ran one step ahead as we followed in the dance between the parted pages and were pressed in love's hot fevered iron like a striped pair of pants. MacArthur's Park is melting in the dark, all the sweet green icing flowing down. Someone left the cake out in the rain, and I don't think I can take it because it took so long to bake it, and I'll never have that recipe again. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. I mean, what? Yeah. Trying to trying to remember Richard Harrison. Uh, just just Harris. Oh. oh, 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 that's why. Okay. Wall crawler just texted me and was like, and said you called it. I was like, yeah, I'm not too proud about that, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's rough. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. There is it, it's. It was definitely a thing once drugs became a more common thing in the music industry that songs just made less and less sense. And I blame the Beatles for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, with all their their like, stupid, you know, haircuts and boots and and then they went through that whole like, you know, drug phase with the hanging out. It's like Come together makes no sense. You know how I feel about come together. Yeah. You know he's got feet below his knees. Everybody has feet below their knees. Even Cotton from King of the Hill has feet below his knees. He didn't have any shits, but he's got feet below his knees. Yeah. I have a walrus that's... Uh, that's a what, Alice in Wonderland reference? I think so. Because the whole walrus and the um, Eggman uh, and the mm-hmm. shucking of the clams or whatever. I am the Eggman. You are the Eggman. Goo 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 Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, like, that, that one makes no sense. It, it, it was just this window of time where... A lot of songs made very little sense. Someone left the cake out in the rain. Sweet green icing flowing down. Uh, I'm sorry, all the sweet green icing flowing down. Someone left the cake out in the rain. I don't think that I can take it because it took so long to bake it and I'll never have that recipe again. Like, um... I wonder if it's a metaphor of some sort. So here's in under Google, so it says here, what does someone left the cake out in the rain mean? <laughs> It means that the cake was sitting outside and it started to rain and no one went inside, went outside to bring it in. I'm like, that's kind of, yeah, no. It's, uh, <laughs> it says, uh, as a, it's a metaphor for losing a chapter of your life. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's just. The only thing I like about the, about this song or anything else is the title MacArthur Park because MacArthur Park, uh, in the Simpsons, um, episode with, uh, Troy McClure where he becomes a, an actor again. Yeah. And uh, he does stop the plane of the apes I want to get off. Yep. His agent, which is voiced by Jeff Goldblum's name is MacArthur Parker. Huh. <laughs> and so he calls and he's like, he goes to call and he's like, Hey, my man. He goes, it's MacArthur Parker. He goes, MacArthur Parker, the agent. MacArthur Parker, my agent? <laughs> he goes, hey, he goes, I'm trying to get you work. He goes, yeah, I've got me working years. He goes, hey, jury duty is work. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's good. Okay, so, uh, so just, wow. Um, but hey, um, have you seen these new Uber Eats commercials? Uh, the ones with the CG dancing families? No, 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 no. These are, these are different. Oh. These are the ones because, you know, now that the, now that the pandemic is quote over, right? Uber Eats is like, you don't have to have food delivered to you anymore because restaurants are open. You can go and sit in restaurants and eat and all that stuff. So you don't really need Uber Eats anymore. So now Uber Eats is delivering stuff other than just food. Mm-hmm. And so the commercials are all like, you know, so if it comes from Uber Eats, can I eat it? That's that's how the commercials go. Can I eat it? Right. Yeah. You know, like I can have cheeseburgers. Um, so 
And so they're getting all kinds of things in there that are not food, and the people are eating it because it says Uber Eats, and they're like eating it. Like, have you not seen any of these commercials? Uh, this is totally new to me. So, God, I, I gotta, I've got to pull one up on YouTube now because I need you to see this. Because if I just tell you, like, this is like the Matrix. If I just told you, you wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe me, and you'd be like, oh, no, you know, you're just making shit up. And then I'm like, yeah, well, knowing who I am, that is believable. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but I need you to see this because, um, because it's like, um, you would believe it if I didn't, if I didn't, if I didn't show you. Okay. So I'm, I'm, so I'm looking at the commercial one here on YouTube, um, to make sure this is the one that, uh, that I, that I need. Sure. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Because there's something very specific in this that is bringing back something from a long ago that I was like, I was on the fence about. And you know I was on the fence about it. We talked a lot about me being on the fence about it, right? Uh-huh. And, um, and so, like, now I'm like, I'm on the fence again, but I'm kind of leaning more towards the, like, yeah, let's do this. Because <laughs> what I lacked before, I have now. Uh-huh. So, hopefully... You will be able to like help me to see that like what I'm saying is real, and and that uh, yes, it it makes sense. It is it is a like confirmation that I should go ahead and and take this action. Okay. All right. So I, I'm gonna have to take this off of uh, mute. So it will be. Um, it is actually going to be on the podcast a little bit, but what the fuck do I care? I, I, yeah. This will be the only time that that, uh, that Uber ever gets any kind of um, oh, like endorsement from me. Yeah, it's it's a minute. They're just going to have to get over it. Yeah. All right, so. Wow. Right, just wait. Oh, no. It's time to eat. It's a The candle? Mm-hmm. So, here's the thing though, right? Not only does Gwyneth Paltrow get her candle, but she takes a bite out of it. She smells it. It smells good. She takes it. It smells so good she wants to take a bite out of it. And she, then she says it tastes funny, right? But not like it tastes bad. So now I'm back to like, because mm, clearly, clearly what that means is that she knows the taste of her own vagina. And that is arousing to me. Not only the fact that she sells a candle that smells like her pussy, right? But that she knows what her pussy smells and tastes like. Tell me you don't want to buy a candle. I don't want to buy a candle, Turk. Good, because I want to make sure that that my order's not going to be like allocated, because I got six on, <laughs> on hold on my way. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Good. You're trying to tell me you would not want to... Now, you before, you were like, maybe, maybe. Now, you're trying to tell me you don't want, a, like, a, a Gwen Pouch of Vagina candle? If one is presented to me, I will smell it out of curiosity. I don't want to own a candle that smells like Gwen Paltrow's vagina. What's wrong with Gwen Paltrow? Nothing wrong with her. I mean, she's nuts, but... Are you trying to tell me you wouldn't fuck Gwen Paltrow? Oh, I totally would. If you fuck her, you're going to smell her, her, her vagina. That's different. It's not in candle form there. Wait, I mean, you're not going to fuck the candle. You're just going to smell it. <laughs> it's you just know, weird, man. You know, I would feel much more comfortable laying in bed naked, jerking off to, like, the aroma of her candle than wrapping her panties around my dick. <laughs> that would be weird, too. <laughs> Don't you see? This is less weird. No, it's not less weird. <laughs> it is, too. They're in the Venn diagram of weird, those both fall into the same damn circle. I was going to jack off anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was always playing on jacking off. Now, though, it's like I have a little bit of extra, uh, you know, incentive. Why can't you just jerk off the porn like a normal dude? Who says I'm not going to be watching porn? Uh, 
Why do you need a candle? Why does this have to become a four-dimensional experience for you? VR goggles. <laughs> you can get VR goggles for cheaper than you can get Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. No, man. Those things aren't that expensive. They're like, they like, like need 20 bucks. The candles are only 20 bucks? Yeah. I thought they were like 60. I don't think so. Vagina is pretty cheap. <laughs> pretty sure those candles were 60 bucks last time it's you looked at them. It's still cheaper than VR. I mean, getting decent VR, yeah, that's gonna cost you like two or three hundred bucks. But plus, you can get good VR for less than sixty bucks. Plus, uh, depend, depending on which VR you get, is the one that's owned by Facebook. Oh yeah, that's that the Oculus. To, yeah, but that you have to sign into Facebook. You have to have a Facebook account. In order <laughs> to, you have to have a Facebook account in order to be able to use those. Yeah, that's the most fucking bullshit thing I've ever heard. Oh, like, all the social media stuff is bullshit. That, that'd be like that'd be like like me buying like a, a Ford, and then I'm saying, oh, and by the way. Yeah, your your car won't start unless you buy stock in the company. But like, I don't want to buy stock in the company. Well, yeah, you you got a car, but you can't drive it. But like, what? That makes no sense. I bought the fucking car. It's mine now. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's yours, but you can't drive it without buying stock in the company. Yeah, but you can you can make like a burner Facebook account or something. But I shouldn't have to. No, you shouldn't have to. You also shouldn't have to, to sniff a vagina candle to have a good jerk-off session. No, I said I had to. I mean, hell, I've been jerking <laughs> off for like years without sniffing like candles. Exactly. Except for Lilac and Jasmine. Now, that's that's different. That's that's nice. Yeah, because, I mean, that's just relaxing. Because, you know, sometimes when, you, when you're when trying to force it, you know, you're just like, you're like, ah, and it's just it's just not working, and you just get like rug burns. Oh, well, you know the equivalent of rug burns, you know, like an <laughs> Indian burn on your day. But so, but you know, you put the lilac and jasmine candles on there, and it just it keeps you just yeah. You know, you centered. can scatter some rose petals around the bathtub, and so why not just every once in a while substitute the the, the lilac and jasmine with a little Gwyneth Paltrow? It's just weird. That's all. So you're telling me that that okay? So <laughs> here's 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 my scenario. It's me. On the bed, you know, you don't have to picture that part, but you just know I'm so Oh, I'm picturing. Okay, okay. Me on the bed, naked, sprawled out, right? Spread eagle. Yep. Um, TV on with uh, with my, my Gwyneth Paltrow compilation, which is basically a lot of like the like the scenes from Avengers that are walking around barefoot. Yeah. You know, I got my Quentin Tarantino thing going on. <laughs> I can't deny it. All right. And then, and then I light the candle. And. So now you're smelling fire and vagina. Just, just, well, I mean, you get the fire, like, when you blow it out, you know? And then, you know, then you get the, get the, the, the aroma wafting through there, and then every once in, every once in a while, as I'm just doing a slow jerk building up, you know, I'm just jumping in, like, you know, the 50 miles an hour, right? You just slow jerk building up. Every once in a while, I might just grab the candle, just pour a little bit on the chest. It's, ooh, not, not so hard, baby, right? And just like, I mean, come on, now, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying that a candle that smells like a vagina is weird. Period. It doesn't go any deeper than that. I'm not making any more of a complicated point than that. I'm saying no matter who it is, if you hand me a candle and say, here, this smells like a vagina, I would say, that's weird. And then I would take a quick sniff out of curiosity. Okay, what if it smelled good? What if it smelled like good? Like, like oh, holy shit. This is this smells exactly what I think when the pouch would smell like. <laughs> I would say, huh, that's weird. It smells good, but it's weird. And you still wouldn't buy it? No, I'm not going to spend 20 to 60 bucks on a candle that smells like a vagina because that's weird. But what about the fact that she bit into the candle and she was like, it tastes funny, but she didn't say it tastes bad. This is an Uber Eats commercial, Turk. And she Uber Eats her own pussy. I mean, that's what I'm saying. A vanilla scented candle in this commercial. So you're saying that Vanilla pussy smells like vanilla? I'm saying she took a bite out of a fucking vanilla scented candle, man. Doesn't mean that her vagina candle tastes like her pussy. That's a real long logical leap right there. Look, my friend, this is just where you and I differ. <laughs> Look, I pride myself on my ability to yes and you. <laughs> but this is just a bit too much. How about the fact that... you got, that like, push pins and colored string connecting you from Uber Eats to, to Gorp or Goop or whatever that, fucking... That, that's the problem. <laughs> Okay, you're too close. Take a, take a couple <laughs> steps back. And l- l- all the images, they just kind of fold into one. Then you'll say, Titan. T-I-G-H-T-E-N. <laughs> just, no, no. Nope. Nope. 
what about the fact that she parried herself by eating a can eating her own pussy candle? I mean, good honor for that. Proud that she was not self-aware enough to know that that's what the director was asking her to do. Well, it clearly said on the candle, like, this smells like my vagina. No, it said vanilla. No, it said, it said on the side of the candle, it said, this smells like my oh, vagina. Oh, really? I missed that. I just thought it said vanilla. <laughs> no, it said, this smells like my vagina. Could have sworn it just said vanilla on there. <laughs> now do you have, like, like facial blindness, but you have, like, pussy blindness, too. But, like, you look at everything and it's like, oh, that pussy looks like Bridget B. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm pretty good at differentiating vaginas, but <laughs> saying I, I thought the text on there said vanilla. Pretty sure it does. <laughs> That's why you don't get as much sex and everything. What's in your text with like, hey, would you like to come over here and fuck my vanilla? No. <laughs> why <laughs> do <I> do that? <laughs> you have your weird, like, sexual dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> what do I call it, Kip? Sexlexia. So, <laughs> dyslexia. Uh, just like, yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> anyway, I saw that commercial, I was like, wow, and I'm like, that's all the proof I needed. Yeah. So, yep. Gwyneth, baby, I'm coming back. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. Uh, ordering that. Yep. Hey, Gwyneth, Uber Eats, and so do I. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's a uh, there's a commercial for like Jared, you know, like the Jared rings or whatever, like uh, the commer- the the jewelry commercials. Yeah, like yeah. Jared. There was one Jared commercial I saw the other day, and I immediately had to make reference to it because it pissed me off. <laughs> um, Did it piss you off as much as the Sonic Kid? Oh God, the Sonic Kid is back. Did you know that? Yeah. Fucking a fucking Sonic Kid, man. <laughs> Dude. They won't bring back the redhead, but they'll bring back the fucking Sonic kid. <laughs> the shit, man. Talk about not listening to your viewers. Yeah. Rolling Stones is right, man. You can't always get what you want. <laughs> they were also wrong because you don't always get what you need. They said if you try sometimes, you might find. If you try, you have to try. And then sometimes. I've been trying to get those redheaded twins back. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess you just don't need them. Oh, I'm pretty sure I need them. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of need them. Uh, and they're, they're triplets, by the way. Uh-huh. That, might, that might be why you're messing up. Because you're that, trying to cut one of them out of the picture. I've just been writing so many strongly worded letters to Sonic. Wait, Sonic the food company? Or like... <laughs> or the, the, the video game character's like, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. They're not both one and the same? Actually, I don't know. I really have no idea where their meat comes from. Yeah, I mean, they they serve chili dogs there. Good point. I never looked into that. Yeah, and they recently changed their primary color to being blue. You know, that's some cross-promotion that I think they've missed out on. Yeah. All right, so... um, So there's this Jared commercial, and the commercial says, You should be surprised by the people that wouldn't. Not the people that would. Um, that sounds like terrible advice. It does. It sounds like absolutely horrible advice. It's, you should be surprised by the people that wouldn't, not the people that would. It's like, hey, Jim, would you ever have sex with a Border Collie? No? Really? I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, I'm, I'm thinking that's like being shocked when you find out that someone's not a serial killer. Like, right. Like, Kevin, you've never killed anybody? Ever? Not even in anger? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> no, you should be surprised by the people that would. Like, you would do that? Holy shit. <laughs> I don't think I want to hang out with Kevin anymore. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was fine with him fucking his stepbrother. But... Right, but, but now I find out he's never killed anybody either. I was like, ugh. You know what that means, right? What? That means that his parents allow him to fuck his stepbrother. <laughs> I just always assumed that he killed like his mom or his dad or both of them, so he had the privilege of doing that. <laughs> but now it's just like he's got a weird ass family. <laughs> they probably love each other too. Ugh. I mean, like, like what you should be surprised at the people that wouldn't at the people that would, but like like I mean that it, it, taking that logic and applying it to their store I'd be like, I should be surprised by, you know, by the other people that wouldn't marry me. No, you shouldn't. You're 
You're a disgusting person. Nobody <laughs> likes you. There are like a couple billion people in the world. You think all of them like you? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you know, slow down there. You're so vain. I mean, <laughs> shit. Like, I was like, this is, I was like, that is a dumbass friend. Did, did anybody, anybody like read over that before approving that, that saying? Apparently not. No, I don't think so. Because we know that like commercials don't always think through their sayings. Because, you know, when they say never, <laughs> I hear now. It's always, a, like, su- like surprised me or shocked me when a company, like, a big company launched the commercial campaign, and then, like, the next day, this commercial get pulled, and someone's like, oh, yeah, it's because they said this. And, like, none of you thought that through? Like, <laughs> when you when you get, and, like, you're marketing, you should have, like, all of the, the, the big minds and people that think creatively and they're trying all this different thing. You should have that one guy like, like, like pervert us. Peter. Yeah. Right. Like us. Right. That, that you run everything by. Like nobody liked, like, her. he's got his own office and everything. People are like, why does he get his office? Like that's pervert Peter. You know, like, like that's why he gets his own office. Like because, like, you don't want to sit next to him. And it's like, well, why do we have him there? Because of this. Hey, you got the new ad, that new ad spot? Send it over to Peter. And then he's like, you guys know what you said here? Like, yeah. it's like, oh shit. No, we didn't catch that. You know why? Because we're not perverts, but there's a lot of perverts out there and a lot of them buy our product too. So we want to make sure we pick up on all this stuff. Like, you need to have that one person that is all, is nothing but sexual in your windows and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, we, you know, you need it to be where it's like, and from the bottom of our hearts, we'd like to offer you a Minnesota thank you. And it's just like, <laughs> right. yes, Peter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, like the the one guy says that that you know that he often like you know like often peruses like Reddit, but really he's on 4chan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy that, that you want. You, you want that guy with like a membership to iFunny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can have dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just crazy stuff, man. Almost like. <laughs> It always makes you wonder, like, and I'm, I'm sure that somebody there, like, probably they see these things and they want to mention it, but they're not sure how without coming across being perverted. Right. Like, do you know what you said there? Like, like no one has ever heard that that's like something perverted. Anyone here ever heard that? No, no. Like, yeah. Um, let's go talk to HR. But like, no, I'm trying to help you guys out. <laughs> And then later on, it's like, oh, man, he was right. Yeah. And I see, that's what I would need is immunity from HR if I were going to take a role on as a consultant like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, I would be more than happy to do it. Uh, I, I would I would be thrilled to be the, the one guy at the company meeting to be like, yeah, that kind of sounds like a dong. <laughs> It's, it, it reminds me of that uh, that scene in, uh, I told you that I watched the first Guardians of the Galaxy was on again the other day. Mm-hmm. And I ended up watching it. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, but, and this is, I'm sure a lot of people have caught this, but it's a very subtle like joke or reference. And that's why I love it because it is so subtle. But when the Guardians first get thrown into um, into the prison, right? Yeah. And then uh, they're in the kiln. And everyone's getting, you know, uh, Everyone's getting separated, and Gamora goes into her prison cell and sits down. There's all the prisoners there outside the cell. They're like, ah! And there's the, there's the uh, I think it's like um, gray or green or whatever, and he's in there, and he, and he like, he takes his finger and he like, sit, you know, indicates he's going to cut her throat, that he yeah. wants to cut her throat, and he's like, ah! And he does that. Then later on, when Drax is trying to kill Gamora and Peter stops him. He's like, Oh, stop, stop, stop. You know, it's like, you know, like you help us to do this stuff. And then after that you can, and he does the thing and he's like, I don't want to slide my finger across her throat. He goes, I want to cut her through her head off. He's like, no, no, no. That, that's what this means. This is a symbol for, for cutting her head off. He goes, you know what this is, right? And he points to the guy from before and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he directs to me. He goes, no, no, no. And he's like, but you just did that like 10 minutes earlier. You did that motion. <laughs> Which is so funny because then he like soon Drex like he's like nope nope nah, I had no idea but yeah he does that but he's like he, I think he's almost like, like like Lloyd Kaufman when he does it it's right. like so yeah so they'd be like be like so uh, let's see what do you say a Minnesota thank you anybody ever heard of this no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> you would definitely need you definitely need HR immunity for that one. <laughs> yeah, because everybody else is going, nope, nope. And I'd be like, I am so glad you asked. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. So this is not a TV thing, but it actually starts off with three cans of sardines, if you can believe it. <laughs> Boneless, skinless. That's important. Now, it doesn't matter what kind of flavor they're in, you know, whether they're like in a barbecue or, you know, something like that. And you don't want them packed in sea salt because water is already a bad lubricant. When you make it sea salt, oh man. Oh, yeah, that's oof. Now, you're probably thinking that you're going to eat these. No. You're going to insert them rectally. <laughs> Trust me, you'll thank me when it's over. <laughs> doesn't matter if they're packed in extra virgin olive oil because by the time you're done, they won't be. <laughs> That's like using, uh, what's it, the uh, chocolate-covered espresso beans as anal beads. <laughs> I mean, it works, but the thing is, you know, like, you um, you absorb, your body absorbs things faster when when they're in, when it's given to you anally, mm-hmm. you know, than orally, or rectally, I should say, rectally. So, so that's why, let's say, if someone is, um, is, uh, Having a has a heat stroke or their their body temperature is really high and trying to bring their, their body temperature down, they will give them an ice water enema because it will bring their body temperature down faster. Yeah. So you can administer medication annually as well, and it gets distributed to the body faster. Right. And mm-hmm. some people are going to say that's bullshit, but think about it. Like you eat food, the food goes into your intestines, right, and then it gets distributed, you know, broken down and distributed through your body into the bloodstream, and shit goes through your bloodstream like that because that's kind of how that works, right? So, if instead of me putting it into your mouth and going through your stomach and all that kind of stuff, I just stick it straight to the source, right? Yep. I mean, like, that'd be, be like you pouring, like, gasoline, like, into, like, a box on top of your car and having it wind its way down through, like, some, like, <laughs> some, like, like, like silly straw, like, to get to, like, no, you put it straight into the gas tank, and then, bam, it's gone, you know? So, so, um, so if you use the chocolate-covered espresso beans, right? Right. Then that energy goes straight into your system faster. It actually allows you to perform longer, one, and also gives you that immediate energy boost, right? That caffeine energy boost. So, like, you're just, like, you're, like, a mile a minute, just, like, bam, 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 bam. And you don't run out of stamina as fast either. Mm-hmm. And even though you're you're kind of performing at a, uh, at a rate there, you know, that you normally wouldn't. It's interesting. I'm not saying it's for everybody, you know, could possibly cause heart attacks or whatever. Because not only is your is your pulse already racing, you know, your heartbeat's elevated, stuff like that. But now you're also like doing a very strenuous activity, which is causing it to, you know. But here's a bad thing, though. If you do this, it will knock you on your ass, no pun intended. <laughs> because as soon as you orgasm and you like stop, right, and your body has a chance to you know, to like, uh, slow down, like it will, it's like all the energy this cause you've just been working your body triple time, not double time, triple time. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you stop and it can recuperate, you will almost become comatose because like your body's like, holy shit. Thank you. I needed this respite. Yep. And then you will just be completely unusable for like the next hour or more, depending on you know who you are, but it's worth it though. I mean, if you want to try it. So. I hear. <laughs> I hear. <laughs> I'm not... Hey, I'm, I'm speaking from... I'm speaking from... Experience. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not... It, I mean, it's it's not like a like a dick or a dildo, right? I mean, it's just a couple of espresso beans I put in there with my own finger. Shit, my doctor sticks your finger by ass every once in a while. And so, I mean... It's, I don't think I don't think espresso beans make you gay. <laughs> you should stick espresso beans up your ass. Why not? It'll make you gay. Espresso beans make you gay. That's a new Scott Pilgrim meme there. <laughs> anyway, so I had a news article I was going to talk to you about. Okay. Well, not talk to you about, but talk about in general. Let me pull up my news here, and I saved this thing. Let's hope I can get back to my news that I saved. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I never bothered to see is like I save articles and like where do I save them to? 
Yeah. I never bothered to check that out. It's just like, would you like to save this? Yes, I would. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man. Yeah, man, I got a couple good ones in here that I completely forgot about. Um, so... Wow, now I'm looking at shit I'm like, why the hell did I save that? I have no idea what the hell that is. Um, mm, 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 mm. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm going to mention this one here just because. <coughs> so this is actually a news article that came out not too long ago. Um, and this was, uh, and it, it, as soon as I read it, it immediately caught my attention. I'm like, oh, come on. Really, dude? Like, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, first off, check out this chick, right? Yeah. All right. She's not bad looking. All right. Yeah. Okay. Now, it says here, and this is the headline, and it says, and the reason why I'm talking about this is because I hate this sensationalized shit. I, I really liked it when news was just news. And when news, I know news always had an agenda, but sometimes news could just be news without really always having that kind of agenda. That everything that they did had to have an agenda. Right, right. When I go to a news website and they've got sponsored ads and pop-ups and shit all over the place, <laughs> like, I thought you were the fucking news. Don't you guys already get paid? Like, why do you need this shit everywhere, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, just fucking tell me my stories and shut the fuck up. So... This is what really killed me. So the article says, Dr. Strange actor Zara Fithian, 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 you know, whatever, uh, Zara uh, Fithian and husband accused of sexually abusing 13-year-old girl. Right. Hmm. So I'm, I'm going to try to skim over most of this stuff because, you know, I don't want to talk about them abusing this 13-year-old girl. But that's, cause that's not the point of this. So the couple have been charged with 14 counts of sexual activity, you know, you know, with the minor... Um, who the person now an adult testified that she didn't know how to get out of the situation, which I get it. They're a minor, they're 13, you know, like, I guess at some point though, like you could still tell somebody or, I mean, I guess, you know, there's enough fear depending on what, you know, what they said or did to them or whatever. Maybe they just didn't feel like they could, they really couldn't, but you know, I'm not, I'm not here to, to turn the, the, you know, to attack the, the victim. Right, right. <clears throat> Doctor Strange actor. So we start with the headline, Doctor Strange actor. Mm-hmm. Then we go into the main article here. It says, Doctor Strange actor Zara and her husband are accused of grooming and having sex with this young kid. Zara, 36, and husband, 59, face 14 charges of sexual activity um, in the United Kingdom. As it says in a police interview, um, the victim said that it began in 2005 when she was 13 and continued until she was, until she was 15. Okay? Huh. So that was in 2005. So that was what, uh, 17 years ago? Yeah. So at that time, um, the, the woman now, uh, uh, Zara is 36. So that would have made her what, 19? 17 years ago? Yeah. Okay. And the girl was 13. So in a sense, they're almost both minors. Yes, I know she was 19 years old, but, you know, just because you're 19 years of age doesn't mean you're 19 years of it mentally, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and this guy, who was 23 years older than her. Mm-hmm. So she was 19. Was he like 42? Something like that. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, sometimes my math doesn't always add up. So Yeah, no, that sounds right. So a 19-year-old and a 42-year-old. So it kind of sounds to me like maybe they were both being groomed. Right? Yeah. Okay. So so they, they've denied... Um, uh, <clears throat> they've denied that the allegations and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Uh, it says here, uh, the woman says she knew it was wrong. She couldn't get out of the situation. The woman alleged that the abuse began when they provided alcohol and then she you know, had her do some stuff with her husband, which I'm wondering if it was her husband at the time. Cause again, she's 19. So was yeah. it just her boyfriend at the time? Or was it her husband? Because if it's her husband, then that means he more than likely they didn't just meet and get married, right? So there's a good chance they may have started like quote dating when she was 18 and he was 41, but not going to get any of that either, right? Yeah, well, I mean, she could have been even younger than that, though. Right. Like, you know, we don't know when they met. Exactly. So uh, Zara and husband were not. So we're not married at the time of the alleged abuse. Uh, it says she was 20 or 21. Uh, and this guy had been 42 or 43. Well, not 20 or 21. Come on, do your math here. 2005, 2022, right? Uh-huh. She's 36 now. She couldn't have been 20 or 21. The math doesn't work like that. You know, you have calculators, fucking use them. Um, 
So anyway, um, so then we go through all this stuff, and then it says here, Zara appeared in the 2016 Marvel film Doctor Strange as a minor character and has performed stunts in various movies and TV shows. She and her husband are martial arts instructors. That's the very last paragraph of this article. So you start off with the headline of Doctor Strange actor. Then you go into the main article with Doctor Strange actor. And at the very, very end of it, you say she appeared as a minor in a minor role. Mm-hmm. A minor role that probably isn't worth mentioning. I've seen Doctor Strange close to 20 times. And I don't know what the fuck this bitch is. Yeah. Unless she is one of uh, one of the people that follows Caecilius. Who doesn't have any speaking lines. You can't. You barely even see her face. She fights for a little bit, but it's you just see her in fight scenes. Yeah. And so, like, and that's just the only. That's the only person I can think of, unless she was also a comitage as one of the, um, as one of the sorcerers there, like you know, practicing uh, or training. Again, no speaking lines. Yeah, I mean, and that doesn't even count as being a background character. That means you're an extra, right? At that point. So, but you start the article off with Doctor Strange actor, Doctor Strange actor, to sensationalize it, to get people to read it, only to put at the very end in a minor role, which is why people are like, I don't know who the fuck this chick is. Yep. So, really, she was just an actress, an actress, that appeared in Doctor Strange. Yep. Yep. That pissed me off. Because this has nothing to do with the victim. Yeah. It's all about you getting people to read this article, not because you want to bring, you know, attention to this and give the victim a voice because you want to sell papers because they wanted to, oh, was it Bandit Cumberbatch or what? Who was this person? And then you find out, oh, it was nobody. Yep. It was no fucking body. Someone I've never heard of has never probably done shit in the movie ever again. You know, she is a minor character and did some stunts. Like, and I'm not trying to be little actors, you know, no small parts, right? But when you're trying to sensationalize it like this and hype it up as if it was something major, in the grand scheme of things, no, she did nothing. She had no large role. You didn't even have to mention the fact that she was in Doctor Strange. It makes no difference at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, this is some fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah. And I mean, really, that's just them saying they don't care about the victim. Right. Or the victim's story. It's like, and I'm pretty sure what they did was they went through and they found, they looked at all the movies she had done and found the one that had the most recognizable, biggest name. Uh-huh. And then, um, and then that's the one they ran with to put in the, in the article. Oh, absolutely. Only at the end of be able to say that she was barely in it. I'm like, dude, that's, that disgusts me right there. I was like, fuck you guys, man. Yeah, yeah that's horrible. So, um... I think I mentioned this once before, but I was just because it's right here. As we're kind of recording here, we've got uh, Spider-Man: um, Far From Home on TV. And uh, interesting thing about Far From Far From Home is um, whenever they show like one of the cars that uh, Nick Fury um, uh, or uh, 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 Hill are driving, yep. the license plates are always referenced to Spider-Man comic books. So the license plate there is ASM, Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and then gives you an issue number. There's another one that is. Um, I see. Um, not spectacular. It's uh, could that be Peter Parker? Spectacular. Um, it's uh, I think it's the Web of Spider Man. Um, but if you look at him, it'll be it'll be a Spider Man title, an abbreviated Spider Man title, and then give you an issue number. <clears throat> so I think I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, but yeah, I saw that. I saw that, and I'm like, man, that's some garbage, yo. And I was I was just like, that's. Uh, and that really kind of disgusted me. Yeah, yeah, that is horrible. So, anyway. Uh, hmm. Did you uh, hear about the QR codes in Moon Knight? I did. I did hear about that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I didn't. I haven't watched Moon Knight yet. So me neither. Me neither. I'm kind of far behind, but I want to pull up this other article too, but I got to see exactly where I saved it at because we had talked about it a little bit before and I just I have to bring it up because it's so unfortunately stupid funny. Is that a <laughs> is that a good word? Unfortunately stupid funny. Possibly. Um, let's see. God, I have so much stuff like saved. <laughs> like I see things that I want to buy, and I'll pull it up, and then I'll just save that page. Um, 
And then I go through it, I'm like, God, I want to buy all this. I forgot that I want to buy that. I forgot where I'm like, yep. I need to be rich. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. No. Oh. I whenever whenever I see stuff, said I want to buy that. I forgot about. It. I always like, I always get this image in my head of like the guy from the Lost Boys, and like, but I still want you, Lucy. But like, you know, like, like oh, but I still want you, Batman statue. <laughs> I haven't changed my mind about that. <laughs> oh, so I'm, I might just have to look this up then if I can't find the actual article because that kind of makes me angry. But let's see, do I have anything saved there? Yep. So let's see. It's cool that you can actually see the ridges in Spider-Man's islands is to explain how they change shape. Oh yeah. It was really fine detail, but it's there. Now you haven't uh, you still have seen this one, have you? Nope. Okay. Okay, so here we go. That or into the Spider Verse. Or... You guys seen your Spider Verse yet? No. Yeah, I thought you were a Nick Cage fan. I am, and I'm a Spider Ham fan. And so that guy right there—that's Donnie Darko. Huh. Well, I kept thinking he looked familiar. It was driving me crazy. <laughs> All right, so here we go. So, and this is old news, by the way, but I still had to talk about it because it was really funny. Um, and uh, oh. Okay, so here we go. So, again, this is an old article, but it's just it's still funny to me. Um, Black Panther director director Ryan Coogler mistaken for bank robber in Atlanta. <laughs> so it says here, we deeply regret this, this incident. We deeply regret that this incident occurred, Bank of America said in a statement about the episode on January 7th. It never should have happened, and we have apologized to Mr. Coogler. Bank of America has apologized to the director after he was assumed to be a bank robber and briefly handcuffed by police while trying to withdraw money from a branch in Atlanta in January. Mr. Coogler, best known for directing Black Panther, had, had handed a teller a withdrawal slip on January 7th asking for more than $10,000 with a note on the back asking her to be discreet when handing him the cash. <laughs> so, well, yeah, because you don't want to make yourself a target. Right, so, especially when you're getting ten thousand dollars out. So he written, he written on there like, please de- be discreet, um, as I don't want to draw attention to myself. You know. Um, so Mr. Coogler also had his California State ID card as well as his Bank of America card when he approached the teller. Both Mr. Coogler and the teller are black. Right? Uh, like that doesn't mean she can't be racist. <laughs> The first thought in her mind was black on black crime. <laughs> right. Not on my watch. <laughs> like ninjas to steal from black people just like they steal from white people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's because if that's the case, then you wouldn't have like crime in like the inner city and like the urban neighborhoods. If that's the case, like I'm not gonna steal from my own people. I'm gonna rob them. I'm like, hell, that's the first people they're gonna rob. <laughs> uh, so the teller received an alert. The teller, quote, received an alert notification from his account and quickly advised her manager that he was trying to rob the bank. Again, he has his IDs. <laughs> and his bank card. <laughs> his bank card. Oh. And then Teller's like, I think this black guy's trying to rob us. Oh. Oh, uh, man, how stupid can you be? The police were called, and when they arrived, they found an SUV parked in front of the bank. The driver identified Mr. Coogler as a movie producer and said he was waiting for Mr. Coogler while he was making a transaction <laughs> inside the bank. Oh, so you're the getaway driver. <laughs> he said he was making a movie. He said he was making a movie. A movie. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> say a woman who was a passenger in the SUV gave the same information. The officers were then given a description of Mr. Coogler that matched the description of the man who was reported trying to rob the bank. <laughs> they call that confirmation of the robbery. <laughs> <laughs> the officers they detained the driver and the passenger, then placed him in a patrol car. They then removed Mr. Coogler from the bank in handcuffs, determining he was not a bank robber. <laughs> Great detective work. <laughs> what kills me is that when black people. <laughs> 
can't even get money out of a bank in Atlanta, the, <laughs> the home of black people. Like, it's nowhere safe. Nowhere is safe. <laughs> that's like that's like Aquaman not, not being able to get a bottle of water in Atlanta. Be like, what? That don't make no sense. Plus, it's like if I'm gonna fucking rob a bank, I'm gonna go for more than ten grand. He didn't pull out a gun. He didn't threaten anybody. He gave them ID. Like, like, okay. excuse me, that good madam. He goes. I am Mr. Bank Robber, and <laughs> sorry, sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but here's my idea, everything I am. I would like $10,000, please, and be discreet about it, because I don't want everyone to know that I'm trying to rob the bank. Oh, that's a good deal. Cheerio, pip pip, all that kind of stuff. Um, I just want to let you know you did everything perfectly. Please don't have any nightmares about this. And, uh, I'm like, like wh- who does that? It's I mean, so stupid. I'm, 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 I think of bank robbers, I'm like, you know, Monkey face came up the door and be like, hey, my be cool, this is robbery! Any <laughs> <laughs> you fucking big move! I'm gonna execute every motherfucking last one! That's how you rob a bank! Yeah! I mean, not going there, like, just quietly with, with you know, people, friends, and they were like, hey, how's it going? I just need to go ahead and get some money. Let me fill out a withdrawal slip, right? Because that's what <laughs> bank robbers do. You know, that's what you, what you want is you want your, your handwriting on file. <laughs> so stupid it reminds me of the spongebob episode where spongebob tries to rob the bank so he goes in there and he's got a sock pulled over his head but he doesn't have eye holes in it he's like put the money in the bag he's like all right sir you want to make a deposit he's like yeah <laughs> a withdrawal sorry like make a withdrawal yes he's like all right i'm gonna need some id he's like oh here you go <laughs> he gives him his driver's license <laughs> all right and your account number oh yep yep here you go so i don't understand like how would this woman think that he was trying to rob the bank with a withdrawal slip, <laughs> ID? Like, how do? What are the, what are their special rules for getting money out of your account? Then, <laughs> I mean, what, what do you what do you do? Do, do you like text in my head and be like, "I'm coming my way"? <laughs> I think that would to me the self more alarms been like, you know, he, we get a text of us like, "I'm coming in here to get my money." Like, oh shit, <laughs> lock the doors. <laughs> I mean, is that a thing? Can you just make an appointment with your bank to do a withdrawal? I, well, apparently you can't just go in there with the idea of a withdrawal slip. <laughs> apparently not. I mean, this, I, I wonder if that might have, like, spared him if he had, like, a, an actual designated banker within that uh, within that place and been able to, like, say, hey, I'm coming by at 11 to... He, he's out of town. He lives in California. There you go. That's the problem right there. So, But he's in Atlanta! <laughs> sense to me like, <laughs> how, how does she get that mixed up in her head guess we should have taken that bullet after all huh? <laughs> like, like oh my goodness i guess we should have man <laughs> uh, i just none of that makes any sense to me like how in the world does she get that mixed up and then you know and then you know he's just sitting there just chilling with his friends or whatever just like yeah you know so uh so afterwards, where am I going to go and uh, just, I don't know, get something to eat? And I was like, where do you guys want to go? I don't know, man. I don't know where I want to go. But it needs to be nice and quiet. Maybe there's like a jazz place around here. Oh, I do like jazz. Yeah. Like, Excuse me, sir. Are you Mr. Kugler? Yeah. Uh, you were directed Black Panther? I did. Love your work, sir. Put your hands out on your back, please. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Put your hands out on your back. And he was like... <laughs> And I mean, if I was Ryan Coogler, I would look at me and be like, okay, I just, just be clear about something. Your taser is on the left side. <laughs> yeah. This is from the guy that directed Fruitville Station, right? So like your taser is on the left side. Let's be clear. My hands are handcuffed behind my back. I'm not resisting saying anything except for your taser is on the left side. <laughs> Now, please, raise your right hands if you're under oath. That way I know you know you're left from your right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. And so I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, dude, that, that is crazy. That is just damn crazy. Like, I can imagine, like, I mean, what should he have done? Just, like, go to the ATM, like, eight times in a row? Like, that would have been even more suspicious. Yeah. Because <laughs> ATMs aren't quiet. Yeah, plus, I mean, you can only... <laughs> You can only get so much money out of the bank. You, yeah, you know, it's, it's usually a cap of like 500. Yeah, so... And I, that's one thing I hate, man. It's ATM. When I'm sitting here, especially if it's like a line room in a public place and you go to get money and you hear that... And you, I just always imagine some guy standing there like, one, two, three, four, five, shit, payday! <laughs> <laughs> I can pay my rent this month! 
and then I mean, I'm not saying the woman needed to be fired, right? I'm not saying that, but I can't imagine how she got that shit mixed up. I'm just glad she worked at a bank in that daycare. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm here to pick up my kids. He's trying to steal the babies. He's a kidnapper. He's a kidnapper. <laughs> like, you know what? You were here when I dropped his kid off this morning. Remember? You gave, you gave this coat check tag. Like, like, I mean, like, I'm like, come on. Like, seriously? I'm like, that's some bullshit, man. But I'm like, I'm like, really, what was he supposed to do otherwise? I mean, it doesn't, none of that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, and he, he couldn't have gone to the ATM and, you know, and out of town like that, you know, you don't be like flashing your credit card around everywhere, right? You know, right, right. So, yeah, let me just get cash. I mean, I got it in the bank. Let me get some money out. Now, that being said, and I have, I have to ask this too, right? Before I go into my next question is, where do you put $10,000 in cash? Yeah, I was wondering about that. Because I've had, I've had like a thousand dollars, you know, like basically ten one hundred dollar bills, and I can barely get my wall to close. Right. So where do you put ten thousand dollars? I mean, I mean, I, I assume he's got like a do dirt ninja standing with him. Like, like when they people that went inside the bank with him was like, like either both of them were were do dirts or like one of them was the other one like his friend, right? <laughs> you know, and like that guy probably holds the money. You know it. You know, he's like, okay, I'm going to peel off like, you know, like, uh, like a grand here. And you hold the rest of this for me. And, you know, but like, like, where, where do you put that? Like, this, there's no place on your body you can stick a wad of cash like that and still not look like you've got a wad of cash on you. You know, like, you can't put it in your wallet. You can't put it in your inner coat pocket. You can't put it in a back pocket. I sure as hell wouldn't just put it inside of my back pocket, right? Ooh. You know, you can't put it in your front pocket without you even like, like, are you well hung or is that like a $10,000 in cash? <laughs> Can it be both? No. <laughs> so, like, where do you, like, I mean, you can only tuck so much in your sock, right? <laughs> like, where do you put that? Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm curious about that. I mean, my first thought was in, like, a backpack, but, I mean, I wouldn't trust that. Yeah, then you got to take the backpack off and reach inside. And if you reach inside your backpack to pull to get money out, that's also a very clear sign you got a lot of money. Yep. When you're, like, pulling into a backpack. You know you know what I would do? I'd probably put on a fanny pack. <laughs> I just look like a total loser. Because people are like, oh, man, that guy's wearing a fanny pack. What a loser. I'm a millionaire loser. $10,000 fanny pack, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But where do you put ten thousand dollars and not stand out and look suspicious? Yeah, that's that's rough. You know, what I do. I probably get like a uh, like a Seven Eleven like uh, coffee cup, <laughs> and I put it in there, and I just carry around the coffee cup with me, pretend like I sip it all the time, and then uh, then the, you know, once I have to pay for something, I would just like very discreetly like or like like pop open the lid and they slip out a couple hundred and they close it back up. Or, or I would like take like so much and put it in my pocket with me, right? Yeah. And then like the rest of it is in my coffee cup and then just carry it around and pull that out, pay for it. And then when I leave, I'm going to go into another store, maybe just open the coffee cup up. Yep. You know, pull a couple of more hundred back. Only thing you have to really just remember just to like, you know, always remember to get your coffee cup because if you sit down one day where you're like buying some stuff and you come back, it's like, shit, where's my coffee cup? Yeah. Where did I leave my fucking coffee cup? <laughs> and they're like, oh, but we threw that away. Get my fucking coffee cup. You know, like shooting at the guy from like Armageddon. Get the cup. Get the cup. Get the cup. <laughs> <laughs> and then next you know, it's like it's all in the news. And like Ryan Coogler yells at, <laughs> at women that like, like be a shopping save for like throwing away his coffee. You're like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> Like someone's not directing Black Panther three. Like no, we had my money in it. And then then it's even crazier. Like Ryan Coogler carries around ten thousand dollars in cash in a coffee cup. Like no, where am I supposed to put it? Oh. Yeah, that's that is a lot to do as far as cash. <laughs> oh man. So. So it says here. Um, it says that Kugler said that he had been withdrawing money to pay for a medical assistant, uh, pay a medical assistant who work, uh, who was working for his family. He said he had passed a note asking for a discreet withdrawal because he doesn't feel safe when he withdraws cash to pay her. He has to wait at the, as the bills are, pa- are passed through a counting machine. And I'm trying to get money out of my own account. He told the police in the video. The teller never said it was a problem, <laughs> adding that he used his bank card and pin and had given her his ID. 
Oh, uh, this is the problem. Mr. Coogler, who was wearing a cap, sunglasses, and a mask, because, you know, this was back in January 7th, so you're still required to wear a face mask, uh, said that he was waiting for her to bring the money when he heard the sound of guns being taken out of their holsters as police arrived, right? <laughs> she got scared when a black dude handed her a note, Mr. Coogler said. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> if she was scared, she's got to admit that. I mean, bitch, you live in Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, oh. Wow. In a separate video released by the police, uh, the teller told investigators Mr. Cooper kept pointing to the note, and even though he handed her his ID, her stomach started turning. <laughs> On her computer, the withdrawal was flagged as a high-risk transaction. She said that she told the manager, I don't feel comfortable about this transaction. Manager suggested they talk to the customer, but she was worried he might have a gun, so she called 911. She added that as a pregnant woman, I have to protect myself, I have to protect my child. <laughs> On what basis would he have a gun? <laughs> and why would I have used that to begin with? Oh my goodness. He must have given you his ID. Like, you know, I, I tried to do this the easy legal way, but now I'm going to have to break the gun out. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I feel so sorry for her baby too. But like, <laughs> hey, and your mom the one that called the police on the guy for the directed Black Panther, <laughs> the, the the one that like made black people feel like champions in their like own community. <laughs> what kind of forever? Not according to your mama. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh mighty! So, well, hey, we're an hour in. Okay, so it says here, in addition to directing Black Panther, Cougar also directed the Rocky spinoff Creed and Fruitvale Station, which is about the fatal shooting of black man Oscar Grant III by a white police officer on a subway platform in Oakland, California. In 2019, Black Panther became the first Marvel film to secure an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. It was nominated for seven Academy Awards and won in three categories, including Best Original Score and Best Costume Design. Nice. But none of that shit matters to the bank teller at Bank of America in Atlanta because she's like, I don't care how many Academy Award nominations that you have, you're still trying to rob me. Oh, and I got to look out for my baby. <laughs> Even though the manager said, just ask him. Don't talk to him. You got his ID. You got his PIN number. You got his account number. Like, you have all the information. Like, you pull it. How is he robbing you when he gives you the account number taken out of How many robbers do that? And his ID. I want to steal from you, but not from you, not from your drawer. I want from this particular account right here. I want you to steal from my account specifically. <laughs> the no risk robbery. I'm gonna take money from my own account. <laughs> That'll teach me. And the police cannot do anything about it. Stupid cops. <laughs> well, um, I'm. I'm just going to say, um, uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. It is. Uh, so, yeah, we can go ahead and stop. <laughs> there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing more I can say without just beating this poor woman down. But honestly, like, that, I would say that was, that's the stupidest, like, thought process, but I don't even think there was a thought process. I don't think there was. I mean, I get it. Guy comes in with a mask, sunglasses, you know, a cap on. He's got two other guys with him, probably dressed the same. And he gives you a note that says, you know, give me $10,000 in cash and, you know, and, and put it in a bag. Okay. But when he gives you an account number and ID and everything like that, they, like, don't they teach you, like, like what robberies look like? Have you ever watched a fucking movie? And they're like, come on. Like, oh, ugh. ugh. What are you expecting to do? Have like a bomb around his neck and be swinging a cane? Like, shit. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. So. Yeah. So. Whew. <laughs> well, I found this thoroughly entertaining. I did too. Uh, I, uh, well, obviously, I mean, that was my topic, but yeah, I also found it entertaining. But I'm just going to toss something out there just as, as a parting shot, a parting note here. Yeah, I just saw something that said Doctor Strange is on, um, is, uh, uh, uh on, uh, what's the word I'm looking for now? I just read it. Um, it's, uh, it's set to, um, 
to make a $200 million um, at the box office this month, uh, this weekend, hmm. right? And it's the Multiverse of Madness. And I think to myself, I wonder if there are multiverses where, like, the Doctor Strange movie sucks. <laughs> like, so, so imagine, like, there, there's a, there's a, and among the multiverse, there are some universes where, like, movies that are really shitty here had a different cut and are really good. Yeah. So imagine that you could go to different universes and find, like, and basically stock your library with nothing but grade A movies because, like, the version in this universe sucked because, like, the studio was too heavy-handed or, like, it didn't have the right actor or whatever. But there's another universe where that movie was amazing mm-hmm. because they had different editing, different cast or, you know, or different director. And then you could just go basically just collect and build a library off of movies from all the universes that were all done right. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. I'd be into that. Finally see the good Ghost Rider. That was the good Ghost Rider. <laughs> Ima- imagine seeing a Ghost Rider, right, that didn't have your girl in it. That, that oh, scene was completely I, gone. I was fine with the Rebel Wilson scene. Yeah, no, that I would want to stay in. I would want Nick Cage to stay in. I just don't want all the, like, all the parts where he's Ghost Rider. Was, <laughs> all that sucked. Innocent. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> When, when he slides his hand over the bike and it transforms, that was really cool. That's pretty good, yeah. I just, I hate the fight scenes. They're just so bad. They're, 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 they had no impact. Like, he, he, he beat the people so easily that there was no, there was nothing to them. Like, there was no drama. There was, it was, it was just like, there, there was no, no consequence. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, yeah, we're done here. Well, I have been a Comey. And my name is Ryan Coogler. <laughs> I mean, for all that bitch knows it is. Hello, nine one one. Ryan Cooper still my podcast. <laughs> uh, my name is Turk One Eighty Two. We will catch you guys later. Zang yo. All right, there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh. Let's give him a hand. <laughs>